Hey, brothers and sisters, patriots, my fam. Uh, well, are you ready for day four of the Feast of Tabernacles? I wanted to show you guys. This was what we were experiencing last year during the Feast of Tabernacles in uh, D.C. at the National Mall. So it was just so I was so glad I got to go. It was you'll never, never forget it. It was quite something. Imagine just all along the mall. You see all these tents and they're everywhere you go as you pass by each booth you will hear people singing and praising the lord it was just beautiful so just walking up and down it 24 7 it was really really something um here is uh, when we would gather together for different meeting times all of us gathering together because each of the smaller tents was for each particular state then they had smaller tents uh, bigger tents for bigger gatherings and then they had the big events and so it was just so amazing well, when I first got there I, I guess I was running a little bit late I don't know what my problem was but anyway um, we got there and just as soon as I got there everyone just fell to their knees they said we've got to really get serious with the Lord we've got to turn back from anything we're doing that is dishonoring to the Lord and I mean the whole I've never seen anything like it a sea of people as far as the eye could see and they all just fell to their knees it was amazing and we're just uh, one of the ladies was saying it was like a birth of uh, of a, of a, of a, the new day and it's called awaken the dawn right oh, this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius right the age of, of the outpouring of God's spirit Oops. Um, and so it was just remarkable and actually I don't think that many people were aware of the sign in the heavens that I was in, that the Lord had revealed from Revelation chapter 12. You know, I didn't really see that many people who were aware of it. The pit, none of the speakers knew about it. And, and then, of course, we didn't even get the Q post until October, but right around late October, but right around this time, you know, we started, we're starting to see actually when we were there, the Weinstein fell, he was uh, exposed and fell. And so, I was like, that was so amazing because we're all just pleading with the Lord to cleanse our land, heal our land. It's just remarkable. So don't forget that you can be a, a part of this in your area. So if you go to awakenthedawn.org and go to slash events, you can um, you can go to your particular state and find out where there are events. Um, some of them look like they're still doing announced, but mine are, are already in place and they're at different universities. They're going to be what at each of the state capitals and then 24 seven starting Thursday night at 9 PM all the way through Saturday night, 24 seven prayer for our country. Isn't that remarkable? And so I want you to hear a little bit from Mr. Bradshaw who heads up the event. He's the spokesperson. Give it a listen. What just happened on the national mall was actually unprecedented. 58 tents covering the mall. There was one tent for every state and the nation mobilized together over 1,600 worship and prayer teams from every state in America came together for four days. It was 24-hour worship, music, prayer, and proclamation of the gospel. And the atmosphere of Washington, D.C. was shifting during those four days. So isn't that remarkable? So just to, to see if you can be a part of this, because this is basically 
the American style Feast of Tabernacles. I want you to also uh, just you have to go back and listen to our wonderful president. I could listen to him all day long and so many great things that he has to say. So um, uh, I want to just give you a little snippet at the end. So give this a listen. A home. The whole world is richer. Humanity is better because of this beautiful constellation of nations each very special, each very unique, and each shining brightly in its part of the world. In each one, we see awesome promise of a people bound together by a shared past and working toward a common future. As for Americans, we know what kind of future we want for ourselves. We know what kind of a nation America must always be. In America, we believe in the majesty of freedom and the dignity of the individual. We believe in self-government and the rule of law. And we prize the culture that sustains our liberty, a culture built on strong families, deep faith, and fierce independence. We celebrate our heroes, we treasure our traditions. And above all, we love our country. Inside everyone in this great chamber today, and everyone listening all around the globe, there is the heart of a patriot that feels the same powerful love for your nation, the same intense loyalty to your homeland, the passion that burns in the hearts of patriots and the souls of nations has inspired reform and revolution, sacrifice and selflessness, scientific breakthroughs, and magnificent works of art. Our task is not to erase it, but to embrace it, to build with it, to draw on its ancient wisdom, and to find within it the will to make our nations greater, our region safer, and the world better. To unleash this incredible potential in our people, we must defend the foundations that make it all possible. Sovereign and independent nations are the only vehicle where freedom has ever survived. Democracy has ever endured where peace has ever prospered. And so we must protect our sovereignty and our cherished independence above all. When we do, we will find new avenues for cooperation unfolding before us. We will find new passion for peacemaking rising within us. We will find new purpose new resolve, and new spirit flourishing all around us and making this a more beautiful world in which to live. So together, let us choose a future of patriotism, prosperity, and pride. Let us choose peace and freedom over domination and defeat. And let us come here to this place to stand for our people 
and their nations, forever strong, forever sovereign, forever just, and forever thankful for the grace and the goodness and the glory of God. Thank you. God bless you. And God bless the nations of the world. Thank you very much. Thank you. Isn't that remarkable? He, I love how he's talking about nations, that each nation, make your nation great again. We actually have a page, uh, page like that on freedomforcenews.com for each nation to be um, what God intended it to be. And, you know, when we break it down into smaller groups into, into each nation, it's less opportunity for oppression and for the enemy to take over. And that is a big part of the millennial reign. I think I could listen to him all day long. Oh, wow. Every word. And Nigel Barrage said it was music to his ears. It's music to my ears, too. I mean, this is, he's teaching. He's teaching the United Nations. He's <laughs> taking them to school. He's teaching them how to run the world. And <laughs> it's just the most amazing thing. Uh, from immigration to trade policy to, I mean, all the things that we know he stands for. He's saying that each nation should make their own nation great again. Oh, wow. It's just wonderful. I just love him so much. I'm so thankful. I know you guys are too. This is quite the day. And I loved at the end how he said that, you know, it's about, about glorifying God. Oh my goodness. <laughs> He's even taking him to school about, about the Lord. Isn't this something? And I loved how, um, uh, Nikki Haley was talking about how, you know, yeah, they, they, they haven't listened to the mainstream media. You know, I just do not participate. I got off that merry-go-round. I'm not getting back on. But they were saying, oh, how he was, uh, you know, they were making fun of him. She said that they just, they just are taken aback by the way he's so honest. He just says it like it is. Yes that basically they, all the presidents before were running our country into the ground and things are remarkable since he's taken office. Well, that's true. And they just, you know, kind of are taken aback by his honesty. And uh, it's just, it's, it's just the truth. They can't handle the truth. Um, and then to see, you know, that they love him. Nikki was saying how they just, they're all stumbling over themselves to get in a picture with him. And, and just, you know, just, they know that they, what a, what a lion he is. Yay. Thank you, Lord. But that each nation, as it says in the millennial reign, that nation will not rise against nation. So in the millennial reign, there are nations. And I know if you've been here on this channel, you know, and I'm, you know, I've already said that before, but, I want to make sure that everyone understands the millennial reign is not some just little, you know, fairy dust, uh, magical. It is, it is a real time on this earth where there's peace on earth, goodwill toward men. Like my song that I sang to you yesterday, where there's no more, uh, you know, all of this evil stuff is just out. And the, the, those are all the bad things are in the abyss. So I just love him. I just love him, love him, love him. All right, so now let's do our Psalm 116 for our day four of the Feast of Tabernacles. Oh, wow, this is this is a beautiful psalm also. And if you've been listening each day, 
I wonder if you've noticed the progression, how we're moving, it's moving us along. And uh, just every, every day, it's taking us on a journey of, uh, of, of coming into the, uh, the Feast of Tabernacles, which is where the Lord dwells with his people, and which is the millennial reign, okay? So it's just wonderful. So I'm not going to talk about that today because that'll really fit more on day five. So if you want to take a minute and just go over each one and go, okay, what is the progression that you're leading us on, Lord, in this um, these psalms that are read during the Feast of Tabernacles? Okay, so let's go with Psalm 116. I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my supplications. Supplications is my begging. I'm begging you, Lord. I'm, you know, how many times have I told you? I'm like, Lord, tell me, please. I need you to tell me, right? He listens to our prayers. He listens to uh, everything that's going on in our world. And he listens to our begging because he's inclined his ear to me. What you got, Melissa? What you got? What you want? Tell me. I've got my ear right here for you. Isn't that beautiful? Therefore, I will call upon him as long as I live. I will call upon him as long as I live, which is going to be forever because we have eternal life. And that started the day you believed. You will never die. Isn't that beautiful? So as long as you live, we'll just keep calling upon the Lord. Isn't that wonderful? Eternal life does not begin, does not begin when you die. It begins the moment you believe. Remember that. The pains of death surrounded me and the pangs of Sheol laid hold of me. Okay. This is not talking about the pains of death that, okay, well, I've, I've never been like so sick that I was going to die. I might have felt like it, but you know, I haven't been at death's door. It's not about that. It's about the pains of what is death? Death is the wages of sin is death. When we have the wages of sin, hanging over us this death remember how the new testament says that death is working in us when we walk in sin death is working in us that's what death is death is where we don't feel close to god that's why you've got people walking dead around here the zombies because they are living in a uh, in, in disobedience and rebellion against the lord and so they they feel like they're dead well they are they're spiritually dead they're not in a, in a right relationship with god so therefore you would don't be surprised with how they act you know so the pains of this oppression and this uh uh this death was surrounding me the pangs of sheol laid hold of me i found trouble and sorrow isn't that the truth when we don't walk with the lord we do find lots of trouble and sorrow then i called upon the name of the lord oh lord i implore you i beg you deliver my soul isn't that the story of each one of us it's like finally why did i wait so long right oh yay and it says all who call upon the name of the lord will be saved right isn't that what it says oh isn't that beautiful i deliver my soul gracious is the lord and righteous he's both he's both gracious full of grace full of mercy full of kindness that he wants to pour out upon us but he's also righteous and he's found a way to be righteous and gracious in Christ because um, mercy and justice have kissed at the cross because Jesus said, I will take away their penalty for their sin. And so God could be righteous. He could be just and justify us, make us just in God's sight because Jesus 
said, I will take their sin away and they will stand righteous in your sight. Wow. The Lord preserves the simple. I was brought low and he saved me. Return to your rest on my soul for the Lord has dealt bountifully with you. Isn't that beautiful? The Lord has dealt with us so that we can be at peace. We can be at rest and we don't have to feel like we're wandering and feel like we're something's not right. We can be at rest and everything's a okay. You know, you guys, (laughs) everything that we have that we need, we have as long as we've got the Lord, right? Um, Look in this verse eight for you have, you have delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from falling. So could you say this to someone who was literally, you know, on their deathbed? Yes, because he's delivered us. He's delivered us all from those who believe in him. He's delivered us from death, from separation from him. Yay. And my eyes from tears and my feet from falling. I want us to remember this is We've got everything in the world we need as long as we've got Christ. If we don't, then that's a big problem. But we have nothing, nothing to really to cry about because this, all this other is, is just temporal until he sets us free from all these, the, the earthly things. And, and I'm not saying about escapism. I'm just saying, you know, we can live above these circumstances. We talked about that today in, in FCA that, you know, even our sufferings are working good. He works all things together for good to those who love him, right? He's delivered us from the, the pangs of the sufferings because we know that it's working for good. It's working in us a, a, a weight of glory. Isn't that beautiful? And that what the, the word says, I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. Oh, I believed. Therefore, I spoke. I'm greatly afflicted. I said in my haste, all men are liars. Now, I, it's interesting the way it, 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 um, it talks about that in the new, the living translation. The, I'm sorry, the living Bible. Look at how it says it here. I, I I've never looked at it this way. Look at verse four. It says, um, Oh, in verse 10, in my discouragement, I thought they are all lying when they say I'll recover. It's an interesting way to look at it. I didn't even, I didn't think about it that way. If that's why it's so good to look at, at different versions side by side. But um, I've always looked at it just like, you know, that I was, um, that I had given up hope because I look at everybody is a liar. <laughs> everybody is is on the take everybody's part of the secret society and i'm the only loser right but you know what this is the great thing is that the lord is delivering our whole world yes there there have been a lot of liars there have been a lot of cheaters there have been a lot of people who have been uh, working against us but the lord is going to deliver us isn't that wonderful Isn't that tremendous? What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits toward me? What can I give him back? What can I give him back for everything he's done for me? (laughs) I really, there's no way to repay, but what can I give him as just an offering? I will take the cup of salvation. I'll receive it freely, right? I will take this cup of salvation. And I will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord now in the presence of all the people. So I I will, let me just give my life back as an offering. 
I, and I doubt that that's going to pay him back. Of course not. But I can show him by my life that how much I appreciate what he's done for me. That's how I can pay my vows. I can, I can, you know, just honor him with the things that I say, the things that I do, giving my life as an offering back to him. I will take the cup. I'll receive his gift freely of salvation and I will call on the name of the Lord and I will pay my vows to the Lord now in the presence of all the people, not just in a little hiding away, but standing up in the middle of all the people and saying, this, this is what I believe. I believe in the Lord. I will follow the Lord. I will obey the Lord. And that's the way I'm, I'm going to live my life. Right. Um, and this is the only way we can do it is by calling upon him. Get, doing it of our own strength, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Can't do it. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. You know, why in the world? That's the strangest verse, isn't it? But it's, it's he really appreciates our life of sacrifice for him. He appreciates what we do for him. And he is so... Uh, happy to receive us. You know, when, um, when I tell, you know, the youth this, that when we pass, I don't want you to be afraid of passing because it's, think of it like a curtain or like that veil that you simply just walk, you just walk right on through. And imagine this, this is so beautiful. Imagine when you close your eyes that you've passed, that he's right there. And he has his hand out. He says, hey, let's go. Come on, girlfriend. Come on, boyfriend. Come on, let's go. And, you know, the other day, I, you know, and I cut my finger so badly. I mean, y'all, I told y'all I lost a lot of blood. And I'm, I'm in there, and it was bad. And the guy who was sewing me up was like, I said, I could feel that. He says, well, we have to do this now. And I was like, okay, you know, kind of was weird and it freaked me out a little bit and all of a sudden I started to feel here in the next few little few minutes I was because I was still bleeding a lot and he's like um I, I said I really feel faint and I didn't know you know I didn't know what was going to happen and you know my husband's sitting over there waiting on them to work on me and I'm like I was just like I'm like I may I may be dying <laughs> I don't know what it feels like to die but I might be and I just went, I was just like, I felt like I was just going to just slip off to sleep. And I told them, I said, I feel like I'm going to faint. And so they immediately pumped me up with some this and that and something, some IV or whatever. And I thought, well, if I do, if I am going to die, because I really didn't have a lot of strength to talk to them very much because I was really getting so weak. And I was like, well, if I just slip right off, I'm just, I'm sure Jesus will be right there with his hand say, let's go, girlfriend. Um, so it's precious because he is so proud of our lives and he's so proud to call us his family. Like I'm proud of, to call you guys my family, um, but even more. Okay. So, Oh Lord, truly I am your servant. I am your servant, the son of your maid servant. You have loosed my bonds. My bonds is my, my uh, entanglements where I was tangled up in sin. My, my chains in, 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 all the things that were holding me back where the enemy was trying to, to keep me away from the Lord. He's loosed them so that I can be free and I can be in a live a life of joy, right? And live a life of, uh, of, of obedience and, and a life that he's proud of and that I'm proud of. I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving. Even if you don't have a nickel in your pocket, you know what you can do is you can give him thanks 
I thank you, Lord, and you, and I will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord now in the presence of all his people, in the courts of the Lord's house, in the midst of you, O Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. Isn't that wonderful? I love Psalm 116. I hope you enjoyed that one, um, and that really this Feast of Tabernacles is quite something. I'm going to read it now that we've gone through. Let's read it one more time like we always do. I love the Lord because he's heard my voice and my supplications, because he's inclined his ear to me. Therefore, I will call upon him as long as I live. The pains of death surrounded me and the pains of Sheol laid hold of me. I found trouble and sorrow. And then I call upon the name of the Lord. Oh, Lord, I implore you, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yes, our God is merciful. The Lord preserves the simple. I was brought low and he saved me. Return to your rest on my soul. For the Lord has dealt bountifully with you. For I have you have delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from falling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believe, therefore, I spoke, I'm greatly afflicted. I said in my haste, all men are liars. What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits toward me? I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord now in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Oh Lord, truly I am your servant. I am your servant, the son of your maidservant. You have loosed my bonds. I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord now in the presence of all his people, in the midst of the Lord's house, in the midst of you, O Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. Awesome. I love this feast of tabernacles. So I will see you guys tomorrow. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord for these wonderful words. Thank you, Lord, that we have been able to take your cup of salvation. Woo! Thank you, Lord, that you are coming to set the world free, that you are coming to loose the bonds of all the world. Thank you, Lord, that you have uh, anointed Donald Trump to speak truth and to teach the nations how they're supposed to run the United Nations. Thank you for this Awaken the Dawn event. Lord, may it be used to usher in your kingdom to birth your kingdom in every state as it's now being, the tent meetings are now moved into each state. May it be that your people rise up and step into those roles that you have for them. Lord, send your spirit, send your your uh, your power among us. And I pray that all the plans of the enemy will fall to nothing. We pray for all those who still don't understand what's going on. We pray that you will touch their minds, touch their ears, touch their eyes so they can see and deliver us from all these um, the deception that's out there. We give you praise that you are faithful to your word. We uh, what can we render to you for all that you've done for us? We're going to take the cup of salvation and we will give you praise. That's the whole reason we're joining here. The whole reason we join in those tent meetings is to give you praise and thanks because we, we know you dwell in the midst of our praises. We love you, Lord, and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys. I love y'all and I will talk to you later. I'll see you tomorrow on day five.